0: and welcome back to my black mental health with your host Ty Dyer I'm a second year counselor and training at Florida International University my black mental health was created to be a resource and a tool to help the black community learn and educate themselves on mental health concepts psychology terms and to spread awareness if you're new follow me on IT at my black mental health PC and on Twitter at Mm HPC. like the facebook page for updates tips and extra resources you can check out the podcast on apple or google podcast as well as spotify radio public breaker overcast and Pocket Cast. i offer new episodes every other saturday and bonus episodes on thursday once a month join me today for our mental mini Back to my black mental health with your host Ty Dyer. Today we are in my backyard as properly titled this episode is part two and my camping fever um, segment. This mental mini is a bonus it's Thursday and we are going to be talking a little bit about managing stress and burnout what are the difference between stress and burnout And some ways that we can combat it, of course. So, stay tuned. So, what is burnout? Burnout is a state of physical and emotional exhaustion. Now, the black community has been experiencing burnout for years. We just didn't identify it as that, per se. As an African-American woman, given the title superwoman or... That we're the strongest women to handle multiple hours at work, families, and come home at the end of the day to cook. We are given, you know, kind of like a pat on the back for that. While our black male counterparts have to man up and work, you know, endless hours to provide for families. And we don't necessarily get the recognition or we're not as appreciated at work as we feel that we should be you know so that brings me to burnout has been framed as a hard working having good work ethic but sometimes we may be working too hard and playing too little us millennials have a bad reputation out here in these work streets just because we have that good balance of work and life we are able to Put in these hours at work while going to happy hour afterwards with our co-workers to try to de-stress. In a survey taken from the U.S. Um, full-time workers, it revealed that 23% of employees felt burnt out often, and 63% of the participants in the survey felt that they experienced burnout sometimes. Unfortunately, it is becoming more and more common for individuals to experience burnout. But how do we tell the difference between burnout and stress? Understanding the difference between burnout and stress is the first step in managing it. Stress is the way we react physically or emotionally to the changes around us. Stress comes from everywhere, actually. It can come from work, home, family, or even our physical health. By the end of April, I will have stressed. Um, <laughs> funny enough, not a plan on words. I would have stressed. I will have stressed the importance of managing stress because it leads to anxiety. And again, I will link the podcast episode below on anxiety and self-care. And on Saturday, I have a blog post ready for you guys on managing, you know, burnout and self-care, not self-care, I'm sorry, and stress. You guys will get a link to that and possibly you will be able to see my new website that I've been working on. Exciting things on the way, but getting back to what I was saying, stress in a normal amount is okay. Stress, with stress there is an end. Unlike burnout, burnout tends to feel like an endless cycle. Some of the key differences between stress and burnout are when you're stressed, you're over engaged. Yes, you're reactive and overreactive, possibly in your emotions. There's a sense of urgency and hyperactivity. There's a loss of energy, which tends to lead to you know anxiety and the physical toll on your body, which can be like aches in your muscles. Um, it can lead to panic attacks and. Um, headaches, muscle um, tension, headaches. While burnout tends to feel like you're disengaged in the activities or tasks that you have to do on a daily basis, you are more blunt or distant in your emotions. Instead of being assertive, you're more aggressive. You have this sense of helplessness. There's a loss of motivation and that loss of motivation leads to avoidance behaviors, uh, feelings of depression, and an emotional toll. With burnout, there tends to be a commodity of disorder where you are diagnosed with multiple diagnoses. So that could be um, depression, um, post-traumatic stress disorder, or anxiety. A small amount of stress means that you're working hard and you really care about what you're doing. While too much stress can be overwhelming and honestly it's counterproductive and when it's prolonged it can lead to those serious concerns of stroke, ulcers, and like I said before anxiety and depression. Reducing stress looks similar to how you would reduce anxiety. If you remember from my What's the Diagnosis? Anxiety episode, we talk about how some of the symptoms of anxiety are feelings of restlessness, tension, um, the feeling of increased heart rate, rapid breathing, feeling tired, trouble sleeping, and having the inability to control your worrying and thoughts, reoccurring thoughts at that. Now this sounds a lot like the symptoms you get from being stressed, and yes, that's because they are similar. To learn a little bit more about anxiety and its symptoms and ways to combat it, check out the episode, What's the Diagnosis? It's important to know that burnout isn't a medical diagnosis. You can't sit down with your um, therapist or mental health professional and get diagnosed with a burnout um, mental health illness. However, burnout is a syndrome, meaning that it is a collection of symptoms known to frequently appear together, while a diagnosis or a disease is a disorder in the bodily system caused by you know, an external agent. With burnout, there are set behaviors or symptoms that one must feel to distinguish it from Regular stress. These three symptoms are depleted energy, exhaustion, reduced professional efficacy, and increased mental health distance and the feelings of negativity related to either your job, profession, or tasks. Emotional exhaustion refers to feelings of being depleted, overextended, and fatigued. Depersonalization refers to the negative and cynical attitudes one may have towards work or the tasks in general. While the reduced sense of personal accomplishment or efficacy, I can never say that word. Do you know how hard it is to be a counseling professional and not be able to say efficacy? Self-efficacy. You know, like we have to say that word a lot. You guys are going to get to keep this blooper because <laughs> I can't say it saved my life. But anyways, personal accomplishment involves negative self-evaluation of one's work with customers or, you know, your job's overall effectiveness. On the podcast IG, I definitely posted signs of burnout and a couple of questions just to ask yourself to see, engage if you are experiencing some of the symptoms of burnout. And again, a lot of the things that I can offer you is self-assessments. I am still a counselor in training, so these assessments you can definitely take on your own and some of them even come with the self scoring I'll link a couple of the burnout self-assessments or stress self-assessments below so you guys can just gauge where you are. There are a few um, personality types that are more susceptible to burnout. Some of those are the A-type personalities, high achievers, and perfectionists. These types of personalities sh- strive for flawlessness and setting high performance standards. They also come along with critical self-evaluations and concerns regarding their thoughts of themselves and of others. Self-oriented professionalism sets a high standard for the person my recommendation for reducing and managing burnout is recognizing reversing and redoing and looking at your self-talk habits that first step is just recognizing the symptoms moving on to the second step the second step is reversing the damage from burnout by managing the stress and seeking support. A strong support system can help you express your feelings and problems. They can give you a different perspective to look at, but just remember that family and friends have a limited range of helping capabilities. So it's important that we reach out to those licensed helping professionals so they can assist with managing those symptoms of burnout. Many helping professionals would advise you to look at your self-talk habits. Your self-talk habits are basically an inner voice combined with conscious and unconscious beliefs and biases. It's our brain's way of interpreting and processing daily experiences. Negative self-talk can tear down confidence and heighten fears and worries that make completing daily tasks unmanageable or unbearable. Positive talk can be a buffer to burnout. We may not realize it, but the way we communicate with ourselves can greatly affect our thoughts and our attitudes negative self-talk often begins in childhood it is a learned behavior meaning that it is observed in your environment we may not notice the amount of negative self-talk that we engage in on a daily basis until we begin to monitor it we can monitor self-talk by journaling or doing thought stopping techniques so with journaling or writing or jotting down some of the negative thoughts we are experiencing We can write down um, general summaries of our thoughts at the end of the day, or we can just write about our feelings on certain topics and later on go back and analyze the content. It can be an effective tool for examining our inner thoughts. Noticing the negative thoughts that we have by thought stopping, which is basically, let's say you have a thought, midstream of that thought, it can be like, oh i'm not getting enough done at work i'm a terrible employee so what you would do is before you get to the completion of that thought you would literally say out loud stop so let's say i'm not getting enough tasks done at work i'm you would say stop by saying it out loud it's more powerful and having saying it out loud will make you aware of the amount of times you are stopping these negative thoughts and what around you is going on while you're stopping these thoughts. Following up with the journaling, you're able to really evaluate and analyze where these thoughts are coming from. Some key takeaways, I hope you guys have learned that, you know, burnout can happen to many of us and it does happen to many of us often. It doesn't necessarily mean that you don't love yourself or that you're working way too hard it just means that you need to learn how to recognize the signs of stress and being overworked. We need to reverse the damages from burnout and stress by seeking support and reevaluating our goals and priorities. Remember that a normal amount of stress is okay. Stress and fatigue are our daily experiences. The times that we need to worry are when stress feels like A never-ending cycle then that might mean that you are experiencing burnout follow me to the website to continue this conversation as I post a blog post that will talk about managing burnout and stress and the black community along with some tidbits about what COVID-19 and our healthcare workers are experiencing and how that we might have a second curve to flatten once COVID-19 has um, subsided and we've gotten a vaccine. I hope you found this mental mini to be informative and helpful. Just remember that I am a guide to mental health and wellness, but not a replacement for seeking out professional help. Follow me on IG at my Black Mental Health PC and on Twitter at MBMHPC. For the latest, send me a DM or a message to let me know what you've learned and what you'd like to learn next. The more you know, the better you feel in heal. Cheers to Happy Healing.